This is the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. We help you grow your faith as you grow your business. And now, your host, Jesse Cole. Welcome to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jesse Cole. Thank you for joining us today. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your family, your business. I am also excited about what God is going to do to you, through you, for you, and in you. Today's guest is Mr. Therese McLean of Therese McLean Resolutions, a company that is helping people address their problems by connecting to God and empowering them through their own personal decisions. I'm going to tell you right now that this conversation is rich. So if you're driving, you want to download this one for later. If you're listening on your phone or on your computer, you definitely want to download this for later. And remember to reach out to us. Let us know what you think about this episode. Send us an email to jesse at kingdommogulcoaching.com or you can reach out to us at the Kingdom Platforms Community Facebook page. I look forward to hearing from you. And here we go. Mr. Therese McLean of Therese McLean Resolutions here on the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. Torres, thank you very much for being on our show today. I really appreciate you, man. No, thank you, man. It's an honor, and I'm and I'm so happy just to be here to have a conversation and to just be led by the Spirit, man. Yeah, man. So when you hear the word and the term a Torres Kingdom Platforms, what do you really hear for yourself? Yeah, I hear a vehicle or a um, organized way of uh, pursuing God being led by God and then uh, serving and impacting others um, through the way God, you know, is instructing you to do so. And so uh, it's really as simple, as simple as that. I don't have a real technical aspect. It's just being yourself and being who God calls you to be. So how are you, by your definition of Kingdom Platforms, how are you walking that out every day in the Torres McLean Resolutions company and the community? Yeah. And so, it, you know, organically, it's, it's funny because I think that God started showing me who I was, you know, probably from an early age, but I became aware of it probably like five or six, seven years ago. And I was like, okay, I'm a peacemaker. Okay, I, I you know, like to help people uh, navigate through their problems through the word of God and, and things of that nature and really connect people in a basic way. And so, um, it started from just an organic understanding of who I was and what I was doing. And then um, as I started to, to practice that, God started to give me more and more and it started to become more intentional and more um, organized, if you want to say that. And so my, my Taurus McLean resolutions is really a product of me just being who I understand that I am. It's not and, and I'm not a business guy. I'm not, a, I'm not a, I am a business guy, I guess, but I'm not the, the, the prototypical kind of, kind of guy like that. I, I really just go about towards McLean resolutions, the way that God has showed me who I am. And so that's connecting with people that's uh, bringing people closer to God and that's bringing issues and trying to combine all of those two, uh, those things and just really being organic to who I am. And so for, for me, when I say towards McLean resolutions, it's just the organic, uh, I guess to say the vehicle right now that God is using me to just be myself. And, and that's the challenge is that um, 
when you're just being yourself, but you're being intentional and organized about it, it doesn't really feel like a business. You're like, am I doing enough? Am I, am I really professional enough? Am I, you know, doing all the different things that I need to do? Because the way I am um, professionally, so to speak, is the way I am in my house. It's the way I am at my, at, at my son's basketball game. And so it's hard sometimes for me to make sure, like, okay, you're running a business, <laughs> you know, but God is always like, you're really just being who I created you to be. And you can call it a business. You can call it with everything, but this is, this is you be you. Right. I think that's what, you know, Matthew 11 is talking about when, when, when he talks about those unforced rhythms, oftentimes in the, uh, in the marketplace, we, we force things. We, we see what everybody else is doing and we uh, try to adopt and adapt their models to what God has called us to do. And I believe it's, 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 it's good. It's cool to really look at what other people are doing. But if God has called you to do something specific, I, can, I think it can be dangerous if you try to snatch and creatively acquire means steal, right? If, 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 you, if you creatively acquire somebody else's model and try to implement it into what God told you to do, it can get murky. It can get toxic. And so those unforced rhythms, I believe, is all about being who God has called us to be. You know, he, in the scripture, he talks about, you know, come away with me. Let me show you how to live this, this life that's light and free. Right. And so what you're talking about is exactly that you're just being yourself. You're being organic and you're being successful. So we know who, you know, Torres McLean is, but what is this resolutions piece? Like what is that, that part of your business? Yeah. And so the resolutions to, to, to break it down macro, I guess, bigger vision right now, it's, it's really taking our different conflicts that we have um, as we walk through life and coming up with uh, ways to be who God called us to be. And I call it resolutions because we're resolving something or we're being resolved in how we go about doing it. And so for, for generally speaking, it's a conflict, but the way I view conflict is the, in the most organic spiritual sense is God has a direction he wants us to go or he has a way about uh, how he wants us to walk through the situation. And the conflict is not necessarily just another person or, or our own internal struggle. The conflict is the other force that's wanting us to go outside of that way. And so what I'm doing with the Taurus McLean resolutions is I'm trying to help people look at their conflict or look at their issue, see what God is telling them to do in that situation outside of their feelings, outside of what the world is telling them, but what is God telling you through his word, through his spirit, through your interaction with him, and then helping them to walk out spiritually and practically how to do that. Like, you know, and I think when we look at it about obedience and not about feelings and things of that nature, it gives us a direct path once we can figure out what God is telling us to do. And so that's the, the, the resolutions and specifically right now, that's the, that's the big goal. But right now, God has me working on helping people in their destructive behaviors or in the, the, the different mentalities or perspectives around those destructive behaviors that's causing them to fall short of who um, God has called them to be. So talk more about those destructive behaviors, because you've done a few Facebook lives on this, um, on destructive behavior. So can you talk a little bit more about some of the destructive behaviors that you've seen and how God is helping you help other people 
resolve those issues? Yeah, so one of the main ones, um, I'm a guy, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a normal guy. And so I work with a lot of guys, like I have a, a men's prayer call on Sundays, every Sunday at 2 p.m. And some of the main focuses when we start talking about being a young man or, um, and, and, and young is relative, I say, you know, uh, 25 to 40 or 45, really in your, your mind maybe is with women. You know, uh, the, our lust, our sexual desires, things of that nature, and really being able to decide that, okay, my body and my desires want me to go one particular way, but God is not telling me to go that way. And that's a strong conflict, and that's a strong struggle that we have as men. And, 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 and it's not just about sexuality or the things we do. It affects us in a lot of different aspects of our life, you know, and I've had that experience myself. I've, I've talked to so many men. And so that's one. Another, you know, is sometimes we have insecurities and, and those insecurities come out in ugly ways and they get in the way of us moving forward in business or us moving forward in relationships or us being uh, parents. And, and so there are a lot of ways that, that, or issues, destructive behaviors that we have where they're deeply rooted in maybe a problem or a pain. They're deeply rooted in disconnection be with God. And, and so these things are causing us to fall short with God. And so I don't go about it from the perspective of we're just here to solve destructive behavior. I go about it from the perspective of let's connect with God. God is going to do something greater. And then in that process, we'll see what goes on with that destructive behavior, which my hypothesis is we'll work through it. You mentioned the process and, you know, in order to come over and overcome some of those destructive behaviors, we have to commit to the work, right? And so from a, from a spiritual perspective, what does some of that work look like? I think if any of us are honest, we, when we're going through a situation, sometimes the situation is so bad or so hard that we don't want to pray about it. We don't want to talk about it. We just, we're kind of stuck. And sometimes if it's a, a real self-destructive behavior where we know we're falling short, we don't even want to talk to God. We're ashamed, right? And so I think the first step is prayer and connecting with God so that you can get that love and you can get that reconciliation so you can start to um, experience that power. And so when it comes to self-destructive uh, behaviors, a lot of people go about it from self-control. But self-control is a fruit of the spirit. And so if you're trying to just do self-control without God, without the spirit, then you're, you're, you're on a hamster wheel, in my opinion. So first step, prayer, connect with God, read his word. Um, next step is determine who God calls you to be. And that's through prayer. That's through reading the word. And so there's a lot of prayer. There's a lot of um, connecting with God's scripture. And there's a lot of uh, quiet time with God, just trying to get healed and secure on who you are and who he's calling you to be in life, but particularly um, in the area you're struggling with. You mentioned um, that you have a, a men's prayer call every Sunday at two o'clock. So when you said that, I heard community. How important is community as we're working through these self-destructive behaviors? I found it to be very, I want to say beneficial, but that sounds to, to really kind of short sell it. It seems almost important and mandatory and the one thing i would mention is it's important who the community is you know who who the people are because you know we know about not sharing information or not wanting to share our business with everybody but when you get around uh, a uniform group that's 
growing and interested in growing and building collectively, but individually as well. And they're like-minded, you know, it's very powerful. And people share their experience. You learn from people talking, you learn from what others are saying, you learn from what God is saying through other people. It's just powerful. And then a, a one thing that I'm not sure we always recognize is that we maybe underestimate or don't recognize the power of seeing that you're not alone. That, 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 that even if your struggle is different than mine, or even if your, your journey is different, hearing that I'm not alone and I'm working through this and we're going through something similar is powerful because the enemy is always trying to make you feel isolated and like it's just you and that you should be ashamed and that you're horrible and you're stupid and your business doesn't work. And we could go on and on, but it's always about get you alone and beat you up alone. You know what I mean? It's, if we got more people, we can throw some throw some haymakers together, you know? So talk about how this revelation of who God has called you to be, how has that benefited you as a father and a husband? Talk about your family, man. Yeah. So, uh, man, I, I, I think let's just, I'll, I'll keep it simple. Cause I, I want to be respectful for time. I guess the, the number one way is that I understand who I am to God and I understand how God wants to have a relationship with me. And so understanding that, I kind of trickle that down now and look at the perspective of relationship through that relationship. And so now when I treat my wife a particular way, I'm thinking about her as husband, as Christ loved the church. When I'm parenting my children, I think about, you know, how God fathers me and that corrects me and that keeps me honest, you know, and, and humble. And so I guess, that's one way it just it, it really gives me a structure for how I'm supposed to be because you can't trust your desires or your feelings all the time. So that's one way. And then really God saying, like when I'm when I'm not living, when I'm not living right or I wasn't doing things I need to. It's like God pulling me over and saying, hey, I put you here to do something powerful, something special like and you have to go about this thing and figure that out. And so it made me start questioning like, whoa, what's the powerful thing I'm supposed to be doing with my wife, with my children? And, and then I started to recognize my gifts and talents. I'm an exhorter, I'm an encourager. So like now I'm like, okay, let me apply that to my son. Like, hey, we're not just on the monkey bars playing around. We're on here like if you fall, let's get back up and try it again. Like, or, hey, everybody struggles, you know? And so it's, it just opens the door of like make, helping me understand who I am and the gifts and talents that God gave me and how to utilize that in a way that's beneficial to everybody. And then, you know, I get some benefits along the way, you know. I know I can, I can relate, man. As a father, we're always in teaching mode. If, if we love our children, we're always in teaching mode. So even the smallest thing turns into a, a teaching lesson. And so I'm glad that you were um, transparent about, about that because sometimes as men, we think we have it all together. You know, we, we go into fatherhood, we go into marriage thinking it's going to be this way. I'm going to be this kind of father. But we, when we are submitted, and that's a huge word for us, when we are submitted to who God needs for us to be, then we can, then we can submit to being the father and the husband that, that he needs us to be, man. So just being open to being submitted, that's huge, man. That's so, so I want to congratulate you on that. And, and I've had, a journey, I've had a, a, a journey, and I don't know if it's like any others. I try to focus on my own, but I've had some growing pains. And, you know, uh, people follow, follow me. You know, they'll hear me talk about my struggles with, with lust and, you know, how it came out in my marriage and just, you know, those struggles. And 
it was a it was a process and it's still a process in me learning that and uh but it's just so beautiful when you really start to connect with god and and, and filter out the things that are not of god and start trying to go about this life in everything family everything in a way that is in connection with god what is god saying to you about your business right now yeah so saying a lot man i i I think that the one of the things that I've really been realizing is trust, trust God, trust him in everything. And I think the number one thing that, that he's just been hammering home is that, and I think it's from the perspective of when we focus on things other than God and anything, but since we're talking about business, what it does is when we get to the times for decision-making or choice, if you're focused on money, if you're focused on followers, if you're focused on whatever thing else, right? And these aren't things that are bad on their own, but if you're focused on those things, when you get to that choice, your, your eyes or your, your thoughts go kind of towards that thing. So, and, and maybe you make the right choice, maybe you don't, but when you stay focused on God and obedience and who he's called you to be, then you can make that choice, I feel like, a lot more um, organic, pure, and, and, and leading by the Holy Spirit because you're not allowing your flesh to get in there and say, well, is that going to make money? Well, is that going people are people going to like this? And, you know, when you look at Adam and Eve, when you look at Eve, what she said that she saw the fruit was good to eat. She, it was pleasing to her eyes and that it was going to make her smart. These are all things that we all, I think, come from God. These are all things that I know come from God, that we all would say on their own is what we want. But without God, what are they? What is it without God to have delicious fruit or pleasing eyes or to have sight or to have wisdom? Nothing. And so I guess to sum it up, that's what God is teaching me is don't go after anything without me. It's all in vain. And, 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 and I'll give you what I want you to have but you have to go through the right channels, which the right channel, the way, the gate, the door is Jesus. I think Solomon said that it's all a vapor. Like chasing these things, it's all a vapor. It's all, it's not even real. Yeah. It's not even real because once, once you get it, you're gonna want more and more and more and more. But like you said so eloquently, what, like what, are, what are those things without God, right? Because he is the Prince of Peace. He is our stability. Whether you have it or not, he is, he, 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 he is those things. And so making sure that, um, we understand who God is, and who God has called us to be, and that we can't be, we can't be who God has called us to be without him being in our life, man. So, man, thank you for saying that, man. So if you could, if you could encourage, because you are an encourager, you are an exhorter, you, you mentioned that in the beginning, uh, I'll pick that up. So how would you, how could you um, encourage and exhort the person who is just trying their best to run a successful business they're doing all the things. They're, they're, they got Facebook ads. They're, they're, they're part of networking groups. They, they're trying to get the website together. They're trying to get their system together. How would you encourage this person that is like just now starting off in their business? I would say number one is look at it. And I heard you say this actually. And when, you, when I saw Facebook Live, you did. It was, it was like, yes, my man Jesse hit the nail on the head. It's Enjoy the process um, because we, we focus on the results and that's good. But, but if you're growing in God and God is always pushing you, 
you're always – I don't feel personally like you're going to get this one thing and be like, okay, yes, I'm good. I can chill and kick my feet up. So, so the result is not always where the – where the, I say money, but I don't really want to be confused with money, where the impact is made inside of you. The process is where things are happening, where God is really moving and molding and, and creating the person that's going to be prepared for whatever he's giving you. And, and so when you have a failure, look at it as an opportunity for God to correct you and teach you or just do something great in you. It may not produce physical riches, but the spiritual riches are abundant. I promise if you just turn to God in that moment, when you have a success, do the same and start to allow God to balance the scales so that you don't become too prideful in your wins and you don't become too down in your losses and you just let God dictate it. And and so that's one thing I found super important as I'm kind of growing in this, this, this ministry as well. And then the other thing is, Take faith in your weakness. I don't mean be excited about it or celebrate every time you fall flat on your face or something like that. But understanding your weakness in the areas where you fall short, you may be working hard. You may be doing everything you're supposed to do. But when you still don't feel like you're reaching that plateau, understand that in that weakness, that's when God shines, man. That's when God is strong. That's when you get to the end and you get to the results and you say, my God, you are the only reason I'm here is because my weakness was evident in every part of the way and your grace was sufficient. And, and so you have to learn to embrace the, the growth and in and, and every area, failure and success. And you have to learn to recognize that um, as though, although we're working on our weaknesses and we're trying to get better, that God's grace is, 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 is what you want, is what you need at the end of the day. And it's going to be evident if you just accept and go to God and say, okay, I fall short, God, on this Facebook. I didn't do it right. I didn't say everything right. I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm going to say that, okay, I know I need some more of you in there, you know? And so, yeah. So I'm going to play devil's advocate right now. What Torres is saying, that's soft. Like, I'm a hustler. Yeah. I- here grinding it's doggy dog out here you know i gotta i gotta make it happen i gotta i gotta i need to be self-made so all that stuff y'all talking about the process and depending on god man get that soft stuff out of here yeah i've heard that right so what do you say to the person who has that position who holds that position i would say i first i feel you um i would say that i understand that mindset because we feel like go hard or go home. And we, and we feel like if we're not doing enough, then we're not really doing anything. And then on top of that, we never, you know, uh, depending on how you look at this thing, we never want to be bad stewards of our, of our gifts and the things that God gave us. And so we don't want to appear lazy. So first I'll say I'm sensitive to that and I understand it, but on the flip, what I, what, I, what I come to understand or what I came to understand is that our jobs are really to hear where God is taking us and do the work associated with that. And so if you're putting all the work in like what you're doing and in your hands, understand you're talented, you're gifted, you are smart, like you can do a lot of different things. But the power is when you are doing the things and using the talents and the gift in the direction that God is going, it, it uh, driving you in. And so if you're trying to do anything that you can do, 
or anything that you feel is right or anything that you want to do, you're using a lot of energy. You know what I mean? Where you could have one or two things that God told you to do and put all of that energy into that. And so all I'm saying is this is not me preaching to you because like from just a spiritual uh, point of view, this is me helping a fellow brother or sister out and saying we burden ourselves down and wear ourselves down trying to figure things out and you get burned out and you get frustrated and things don't work and you're trying to use what you're seeing everybody else is doing and and it just will wear you out and you know but the path is easier not easy but easier and more fulfilling and peaceful when we go about it from all right god I hear you. You told me to slow down and shut everything down today. Okay, that doesn't feel right, but I'm going to do it. Like, oh, you told me to speed everything up. I thought I was chilling. Okay, like, and, and, and that's the relationship you really want. We, it just is not comfortable to our flesh. And so I get it, but uh, trusting God is, is in, in, in going with him is, is where you really want to be, I think. And, that's, and, and I'm not, again, I'm preaching to us <laughs> because – I, I, I go through it every day myself, you know, am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? And, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah, man. Any last words before we end? Yeah. I want to say this and I'll try to, I'll try to shorten it up. And it's kind of, kind of going off of what we just said. I was, I was reading, I call them the three amigos, but it's Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, you know, and, and, and I was looking at it and the thing that was most powerful to me is when they were faced in the fiery trial of staring at that, 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 that situation where do what God is telling you to do or do what's most logical, right? It's logical and rational to just go ahead and say, I don't want to die and get thrown in the fire. So, but when they were staring at it, they, they decided to do what God was telling them to do. And then the best part is they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough with the threats. <laughs> We're not going to worship the God that you're telling us to worship. He's, our God is going to save us, but even if he doesn't, this is what we're choosing to do. And so I guess to sum it all up in the terms of being led by the Holy Spirit is don't make your business all about results or money and things of that nature because those things are going to go away. Make it about obedience. Make it about following God because maybe he'll give you the results. Maybe you won't get the results that you want per se, but at the end of the day, even if he does or doesn't, following God is the way that you want to go because that's where you get the most blessings and the inheritance of God anyway. And so I guess I hope that was clear. It just hit me home about our choices and our decisions. And I think the number one choice and decision we have in business is to seek the kingdom of God first or to kind of go the way we feel or the way the world is saying so. All right, Torres, what can people find out more about you? Because you offer some great stuff today. So I want to make sure that they get in touch with you and, and connect with you. Yeah, um, right now, Torres McLean Resolutions Facebook page or Torres underscore uh, McLean is my Instagram handle. Therese, man, thank you very much for your time. You offered some, some great, some great points, a great point of view. And just reminding us that, you know, even though we, we are smart, we are intelligent, we are gifted, it means nothing without God. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. You can support the podcast by subscribing, downloading your favorite episode, and sharing the podcast via social media. Don't forget to visit KingdomMogulCoaching.com. 
to find more resources to help you grow your faith as you grow your business. Remember, what you want to become depends on your willingness to become it.